Good afternoon, everyone, and a warm welcome to QuickBooks Labs. QuickBooks Labs is a monthly podcast designed to be the place to learn all about the world of QuickBooks and other accounting software. I am one of your hosts, Aaron Patrick, a chartered accountant and owner of a accounting firm called Boffix. On the first Wednesday of each month, we'll be hanging around these microphones to talk about all the latest news, tips, tricks for QuickBooks and the rest of the accounting world. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, the one and only Ash. How's it going, Ash? Fantastic. Thanks, Aaron. Yeah, it's myself, Ash Beatson, accountant, bookkeeper, trainer, uh, writer, <laughs> jack-of-all-trades master of none. Um, anyway, over to you, Aaron. How does this work? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting a signed uh, copy of your book soon. So we'll, we'll, maybe we'll talk about that at the end. But yeah, yeah. Uh, we have an actual author on the co-host at the moment so yeah looking forward to that one perfect stocking filler i'd say um, yeah just in time for christmas absolutely. yeah i'm not seeing how big that book is but i'm sure you could just about get it into a into a stocking filler if I you, think could. you could squeeze it in there you could bend it yeah. around. kindle edition you just buy them the kindle and stick it through there i mean that, yeah. that's another option for them isn't it um highly recommended anyway uh today we have an absolute cracker installed for you but first let's figure out how this all works so this is the brand new format. The format is that we're going to be on a, a monthly basis as opposed to two weekly. And we are live to the world at our regular time of 4.30 UK PM, UK time or 10.30 US Central time. I assume that's still the same with every other time movements, everything else. But yeah. Hopefully it's around about that time. So if you're listening to the back, uh, listen to this back at a later time, then why not think about joining us live? That way you get involved in, in with the show and ask us anything using the chat box. Um, so ask us questions at the end. And who am I? And who am I? Was sure to keep up honest and be afraid to ask those burning questions. So don't forget to use that comment box if needed. Furthermore, we're now live on podcasting services around the globe. So feel free to subscribe on the podcasting service of choice. Ash, what's the agenda for today's show? So, Aaron, we've got a few uh, things that we need to cover. Um, there is uh, QuickBooks Connect, which sort of, sort of flew by uh, all of a sudden. <laughs> or get, I think it's the Get Connected uh, UK mm. version. QuickBooks Connect is actually happening uh, in the US as we speak. We've got some as news. We speak. With, uh, uh, as we speak, literally. Um, some news on uh, with our, with the bank and new reconciliations and different uh, options on the dashboard and uh, some uh, news on the self-assessment. And you're covering it all, Aaron. I feel extremely guilty uh, that you've uh, dug all this useful stuff up and I just uh, sit back and we'll just chip in where, uh, here and there. But uh, I, I know you love talking. Uh, so I'll just I'll, I'll leave it all to you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, no, I think I think this one's going to be an interesting, one, especially with QuickBooks Connect. Actually, as we speak, so we have some breaking news. We have some new features that was announced over in the world of QuickBooks Connect US, uh, but we will talk about the UK one or lack of UK one uh, UK conference um, later down the line. So let's concentrate first of all on the US and some of the big features that they uh, brought into play. Um, now I'm just going to share screen a little bit, but I'm not 100% sure how, uh, how good this is going to come out because I've basically, in the rush, I've basically copied or brought in the video as we needed to. So let me share screen now. Um, 
actually you're joining in tomorrow aren't you or, or you're going to be looking at tomorrow that's the quickbooks accountant version of it isn't it i am yeah so the uh yeah quickbooks connect us uh, runs from uh, i think it's not about seven o'clock in the morning uh at us time um, yeah but the main events sort of start around uh, i think it's about probably about 9 a.m um and it works out about 3 p.m uh uk time so you know you can actually you can sometimes register for these if you do go to try to get to the quickbooks us site even if you're based in the uk you can still register so i i've registered and received my link back so if you're interested in finding out what's going on in other parts of the world it's worth a look yeah because the us one's always one of the most important ones to check out on isn't it because not every feature will get that will make its way to the UK, but there's normally an opportunity for at least a couple of those features to get there, and it just gives us a bit of an insight of what they're concentrating on, doesn't it, Ash? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and definitely now I can just see your screen the Mailchimp that's bound to come across. Yeah, yeah. So they've actually uh, brought up the Mailchimp. I quite like the way that they described it actually. So the because. Well, complete honesty here, when we first kind of heard about the MailChimp um, integration, we were a bit confused, weren't we? It was a bit like, okay, that that's a, a left field a acquisition. That's not something we would have expected. You know, Sage just bought GoProposal, you know, and Intuit's bought MailChimp. It didn't quite feel like the right or, or something that would be beneficial to us as accountants. But actually, the more we look into it, the more details and, and we as a firm, like our firm now, while using MailChimp, we've we've signed up. We're plowing resources in there to see what we can do with it and everything else. And actually, the more we start using it, the more it's starting to click as to what it's going to be be, be useful for. Um, and the way they kind of described it was, and I, I love this, the, the, their description was, it's the new Avenger for your accountancy firm. Um, they say it's, it's drop-dead simple um, way in which you can actually get new clients, new... Um, um, new ways and, and sorry not for a county firm but this is this particular one is designed to give you an indication of how it could be useful for the whole of quickbooks user base so the idea would be it'll be a a wave that you as a as a user of quickbooks can get more customers and get more uh, people coming back and returning to you and having that integration and everything else and i'll show you in a minute um what it looks like but the integration looks really 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 slick um so that's quite a quite a bold statement i'd say at the start of it wouldn't you agree well yeah very much so um but you know like you aaron we do use uh mailchimp uh so for net tracker and yeah. you know and it is you know i mean it's dead easy to use um and i'm sure they'll make it even easier you know if, it, if there's got the quickbooks integration within there as well so if you're able just to send stuff directly to your existing customers um just to keep them updated with what you're doing and what your plans are and what you know i think it's great yeah so this is kind of the integration that they were showing so this is how it's supposed to all all come in it's about making sure your tags and everything are coming through and then the idea here is that you can bring in all of that audience that you've got on quickbooks so that you can then market to them nicely but it's not just a case of names and addresses and stuff but it's actually what they bought from you so the idea is is this, this deep integration of what's been bought and it, it'll update real time so if one of these customers was to go out of the way and, and buy something 
then when they do buy that item, it's going to update it and it's going to bring it into their MailChimp area. Um, so that's what they're really aiming for. It's this tight integration so that we can, you know, make the most of that data, see what the click rates are and, and really try and automate a lot of that kind of goodwill and that kind of um, marketing aspect of it. So I think that's going to be really, really powerful. That looks, I mean, that does look pretty good, but they must be integrated with something else, though, as well as MailChimp. I'm just looking at that purchased uh, your QuickBooks Sprouts plants that I could just about wake out on that, <laughs> on that screen. So yeah. if you've brought them from, you know, whether you purchased them from Amazon or somewhere, they, there must be something else. Um, uh, well, I'm guessing there, if it's automa fully automated, that yeah. is. Otherwise, it's a case of, well, someone has actually had to key that in. Well, I think in America, they've got a little bit more integration with the QB Commerce, haven't they? Because yeah. they did mention a lot about um, the phrase of a um, an, an un, un, uh, incomplete, um, uh, incomplete, what's the phrase? Incomplete uh, sales box. So the idea that um, mail cart is it. So the idea then that you've, you know, you as a user of that site, you've gone in, you look to buy something and then you've not gone and completed it. So maybe you've added certain items to your cart, but you never press that buy now button. Um, they were talking a lot about how you could automate the fact that if they've not pressed buy now, well, let's send them an email to try and G them on, maybe give them a discount or something like that. Um, so I think in America's um uh, QuickBooks, they've got a lot more integration with QB commencers and stuff like that. So I think that's where it's coming from, from 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 the very short demo they gave us on here anyway. Yeah. Oh, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, absolutely. If someone's gone to their site, bought something, and then, you know, logged out, then, you know, if it's still sitting there as a sort of temporarily... Uh, not yet complete but say uh, an incomplete shopping uh, basket yeah no, i think that that's great absolutely yeah and um, then they turn their attention to the mobile app and when they turn their attention to the mobile app they were basically talking about the fact that you can now switch between cars so they've obviously got some sort of improvement to make that mileage we all know that that the mileage was kind of not rushed out that's the wrong phrase but it um it's definitely not a complete product yet, is it? There's definitely still comes uh, bits to go. Then they moved on to receipts now, but we've already got that live in the UK, so that's great to see. Um, but then when it got interesting, though, was this bit here. So um, they kind of, I don't know if you've seen on the mobile app now, but there's an opportunity to review transactions. So you can see that, that that's looking really nice. Um, but when it came to their sending out debtors, um so a nice new kind of view here so a little bit different than what we get um but it's kind of got the same functionality I, I think hasn't it there's not really anything majorly extra there but what did um there was the option to send a reminder though in the mobile app i thought that was that was new and um, but what did look really good was their new um invoicing tool we get to see for the first time so if we go over to the invoicing bit. Here it is. All right, so we've been talking about this a few times, haven't we, about this new um, new quotation element, new um, estimate element they've got in. So as you can see here, you're kind of building it up, putting that in, and then they've got this option for a deposit request just there. Can you see it? Yeah. 
and also an option to put attachments on as well. So I'll, I'll let it play actually, but you can see how they're, they're adding those items into this estimate, putting those items in there. That client request though, and that deposit that gets paid, once you've accepted and it comes through, what they're talking about is the fact that because in this scenario using QuickBooks, um, in, uh, QuickBooks bank account, then that, that money is available to use straight away. So the, the scenario they were using that you might want to deposit to kind of get some materials for the job. So it might be a case of having to order a particular item in to get it. What they're saying is that as soon as it's been accepted and that deposit's been paid, well, that money is instantly available for you to then go and use to spend that on the whatever items it is that it needs to be. Yeah, I mean that. Uh, I mean that's really good. So all so uh, almost is part of that. Like, that type of factoring invoice discounting, where you're getting some of that advance from Intuit, basically for that 300 pound or whatever deposit yeah. the client's paid it seems that way doesn't it yeah. uh, and more on the factoring side of thing later but yeah. that, i just think that that's what you know that's what that type tight integration of having you know staying in the quickbooks ecosystem not using a you know in the uk we could use a square or stripe or we could use a third party app to to collect those payments for us and everything else but i think what they're trying to show is if we use those tight integrations these are sort of benefits we're getting and that idea that as soon as someone's paid for something we can go out there and buy whatever it is that we need to buy you know imagine you're a, a builder or a plumber or something you need to just go buy the bits that they need to, to go and do yeah. that job well that's going to help you isn't it it's going to help you your workflow oh absolutely yeah yeah so i thought that was really 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 interesting I mean, we don't know if that means that we're going to get it in um, in the UK or not, if that's something that will come our way. But it, you know, I thought that was a really nice little innovation on that one. Um, the next one, we kind of speculated about this the other day. Oh, just a quick one. I think this would be US only. But in their bank now, they can take photos of checks and those that money can be deposited directly in. So without having to go to a bank account, a bank can pay it in. They can take photos of it and go in there. Um, in the UK, we have that in that west and um starlin those sort of things and so we have that facility in other banks so that'd be nice to see if that comes to uh, the quickbooks bank as well when that, when that comes through yeah. we kind of speculated it but there's the uh, <laughs> um proof that there's that new card reader that's going in the us again i don't know if we'll get it here in the uk it's probably unlikely isn't it i don't know um i, I think there could be a good chance that we'll, we'll have something similar um, you know, instead of having, you know, having to rely on Square or uh, one of the other options, yeah, you know, I can't see any reason why we won't get that over here at some point. It might not be for eighteen months, two years, but I think it will definitely come. Yeah, I mean, I I would love it here because I I think that I think the the again that tight integration would be really really powerful. Um, but we never got point of sale did we we've never had a point of sale solution over here so i don't know i maybe i'm maybe it's and it's weird how it's not come over here it, it, I, there's a lot of things that don't come here because of licensing issues and so like, that, like um you know that you can understand but i can't imagine the licensing issues or i suppose unless it's connected with the quickbooks bank and maybe that's the yeah, issue i i would guess uh, i'm just sort of surmising a little bit here is that for uh, the size of the company that intuit is 
it will look at its main customer base and you know let's say 70 80 percent of their users are in the us yeah and how many of those users in the us are currently using this sort of function e-commerce yeah. so they're way up then how many of those users in the us are using e-commerce and they might sort of apply the same sort of percentage you know how many users have they got in the uk and how many might need to use e-commerce i'm that sure they've sense. got lots of statistics in the background and then they'll think well okay so how much money do we have to invest in you know sorting out a brand new bank that's going to be uk based and you know and all of the development that goes along with it uh, to cut all of those costs that are covered because QuickBooks users don't all <laughs> like to automatically receive, uh, let's say, a 50% increase in their QuickBooks subscription to use it. And I yeah. think that's what they have to sort of uh, level up is that this is going to cost millions to be able to use it. So we can't really do it just yet. I, I think that was, that's probably what where it comes from. Yeah, no, I, I, I see that. I think, yeah, I think you're right. And one thing I'd, I've realized on that, that um card reader puck as well is there's no place for you to physically have your buttons you know the um the number pad um and in the uk we have various degrees of success with that one so the square reader for example is is exactly that it's just a puck and the way they get around it is you hand over your device and they put the number in the device but i've always found that's that's sometimes a little bit off put into to the end consumer because they're like, well, I've got to put my PIN number in your device sort of idea. It, it, there's always been a bit of disconnect there. So, yeah, yeah. I wonder if um, I wonder if the UK would be a bit kind of the same sort of idea where they'll be a bit more uneasy about using it. But I suppose contactless is up to £100 now, isn't it? So maybe it's yeah. a thing of the past. Yeah. Cool. Um, the next bit is a huge announcement. Now, we always knew that this was coming. Well, I say we always knew. We speculated, haven't we, about this whole idea of getting paid up front, a factoring service from QuickBooks. Um, but they've announced it now, and they've announced it for the US at least. So the idea is, um, as we can see here, so if I just press play, um, the idea here is this get paid up front option down the bottom. So you press that one. Um, and it says there, look, you get 97% of your invoice in advance. So the idea is that the QuickBooks themselves are going to front up that cost for you um, and get paid. And the best part about this was that if you get the if you get to ref, um, return that money within 30 days, so if you pay that book, that loan back basically within 30 days, uh, completely no interest at all um to, to have to worry about so what do you think to that one yeah i mean uh, it, it's it's great i mean you just wonder what the um you know what the, the charge is going to be if you don't pay the, you know, <laughs> that's a way by that that's great but what if you know i'm not i'm not yeah. a doubter on it but no it's fantastic you know if you've got customers that generally do pay you uh within 30 days no issues but you get that money immediately um you know fantastic especially like when we just said a minute ago that sometimes you might need to buy materials or whatever it is uh, as part of that job and you haven't got to sort of fund that project because you've got a lot of it already so definitely i think for me like the biggest part about this that, that's going to be so powerful and, and useful to small businesses is that 
most of those factoring options that we have available to if we if you know if, if we wanted to replicate this we could go to factoring um services and, and and we can put them into play and and for some small business they rely that they, they live and die off factory don't they it's, an, it's a necessity for some small businesses and what i like about this is that unlike factoring where it's you have to give them your well most of the time you have to give them the whole of your debtors list and, and if you you know there's no hand lifts or books. You have to give the whole of it. You can't pick and choose. Yeah. And on this, you're just picking and choosing which which you know, which invoice is when you feel like it's going to be maybe problematic or which invoice you need up front and and all this that and the other. And you've got that so much more flexibility, haven't you? It, it, it's not having to apply and hope and send it all over and everything else. It's literally all you need to do is just apply, you know, you can use it ad hoc. And I think that's really powerful, isn't it? Yeah, I think this is fantastic because, um, you know, years ago I used to help uh, a few businesses that had factoring. And yeah. one, it was it used to be an absolute nightmare, um, you know, actually just recording the transactions um, and reconciling the whole thing. So I'm hoping that basically all of that will be done for you because it will know yeah. what bank it's gone into and where you're going to receive the advance from and. Uh, you know, all those entries uh, should pretty much be uh, be done. And then, and like you said, Aaron, um, it was all or nothing, basically. Yeah. Uh, you had to, uh, as soon as you raised an invoice, you had to then, at the end of each day, you had to send all the information off to the factory company. These are all the invoices that we've done today. And then they will forward, you know, you know what's, you know, a percentage of those. So not having to do all of that, which used to take ages um, is going yeah just save a lot of time uh, and and just free up the cash as and when you need it so it is that that is you know it, it's, that's a winner definitely definitely and I mean I haven't um, haven't seen anything of this but my I imagine and take quotes on this but I imagine this is only going to be available if you use QuickBooks bank or the however i don't know what the official term, term is yet for their new quickbooks bank or, or intuit bank or whatever they're going to call it um but i imagine it's all going to be part of that um and one one really cool aspect i saw of this um it wasn't in this particular one it was in a kind of another um element i was watching was the fact that it interacts with your cash flow so it it's not just you can see it from this screen but if you look on your cash flow forecast and see that you've got a problem well it might give you the option then of well why not take this money sooner that you're going to be due, you know, in 15 days time to cover the fact that you need to pay your employees or whatever it's going to be. So that's really cool, isn't it? That you've got those kind of, when you're in that ecosystem, it's all starting to come together. You should be able to get some really good tools to really help businesses through those times. Yeah, no, that would be great. Okay, uh, the next one, uh, we got to look at, speaking of the QuickBooks Bank, actually, uh, we got to look at another insight into the, again, this is the American version of the bank. So you know, we may not get these features, we may not get any of this, but we're hoping, well, we know that the QuickBooks Bank of some sorts is coming to the UK, um, so that'll be great. But what I really like about this one um, is this here, auto save for taxes. So the idea then is that in the banking area, it looks like there's going to be the option for, well, they've said that there is an auto save rule option. So the idea here is that, um, and they call it envelopes in, in the US. In the UK, we're calling them spaces or um, um, items like that. So the idea is that within your bank, you can 
um, ring fence certain certain pots, if you like, and have certain pots of money that you're going to be um, putting for certain elements. And in here, it's giving you the opportunity to automatically save for certain events. So in this case, it's your sales tax, which is VAT in our in our eyes, isn't it? Um, but you can see here, but you, you, you can set QuickBooks to automatically save for you your VAT uh, figure. Yeah, I mean, this is a, this is great um, to be able, to, yeah. Because quite often, you know, I, I guess you know, as the, you know, you need some accountant perhaps, or you know, to first of all, sort of say, well, uh, work out an average of what your you know your VAT is if it's fairly consistent. You'd sort of think, well, last time I had to pay sort of three grand with the VAT, so let's say over a space of twelve weeks, what's that? Twelve three, you know, three hundred quid a month week, so. We'll, you know, nine hundred pound a month or whatever it might be. So yeah, once you've worked out your averages and then thought, well, I'll create that rule. Um, yeah, I mean, in 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 theory, these things are great, but it, it's all it all depends on uh, how available that cash is. Because how can I put this? In the best will of the world, <laughs> a, some small business owners will put money to one side. And then all of a sudden, I think, oh, I'll do with that money. So I'll just take it back again. Yeah. Um, yeah I suppose definitely. it's just if you're very, if you can be very strict, um, then it is great because you, you, you know, almost <laughs> like it goes into an account that you can't get to uh, until it, you know, basically lock it down. You cannot get to that yeah. until a specific date, um, you know, uh, maybe. Or, you, or a good one is, uh, if you're in partnership with someone and it requires two, you know, two signatures, you know, two approvals to get to transfer the money, um, so that you can think, oh, you know, yeah. we must keep that for tax. So don't go spending it. That's my, my little <laughs> advice for the day. But other than that, no, it's great. It's a great idea. Yeah. I I think it's fun. Yeah. I wonder how far they take it. Because like you were saying there, and that example was, you know, that you set the rule of £900 a month or £1,000 a month or whatever that figure is going to go into your savings account. But, you know, they have the technology, they have the ability here, and, and just looking at what's on screen now, have been able to automate that even further. Because if, if QuickBooks knows that you need £604.25 for your VAT return, well, why not transfer that element over? Do you, do you know what I mean? They, they they could take it that far, that far if they needed to, and I think that's where, I think that's where really the magic could possibly happen here in terms of, of helping small businesses. Oh, absolutely. Oh well, I mean, if let's say um, if it sort of knows what your liability is, so it's saying yeah. six hundred four pound twenty five, and it says okay, well I'm going to put that amount away to one side, and if it actually was able to sort of like that in three weeks time say um your vat liability is uh 1204 pounds 25 so exactly. far you put away 604 25 you need them to put away another 600 and we'll do that for you i mean that is 
Yeah. That's what dreams are made of almost. It well, still doesn't stop the business owner from <laughs> taking it out. But at least it was away for a bit. It was out of the hands for a tiny yeah. bit. Hopefully, I mean, if you read here, it says sales tax was calculated for two new invoices this week. Uh, no need to do anything. We'll put that aside for you. Oh, great. I mean, fantastic. Yeah. 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 Uh, perhaps I'm being a little bit harsh on the, on the small business owner. <laughs> um, but I, I, I've met many in my time so I, yeah. know, I know what they're, they're, um, uh, they can be like but if it, if it sort of puts it out of their, their current account then hopefully it will pretty much sort of do that job for them definitely and um, here's a view we got of again this is the american one so you know apologies this this may never happen in the uk it may may never come out come over here but there is a copy of the um of what the interface could look like and straight away that's that's given me lots of kind of good vibes there because that's very very similar to the uh, revolute kind of look to it in terms of there's that virtual card in the bottom right hand corner um so you know you can get your info and make payments virtually uh, through there uh, there's a planner at the top there so i assume that's that cash flow forecasting tool that i was talking about i assume that's gonna be available to it um and the fact that it's all being managed directly in your uh, quickbooks um interface i think that's going to be really really powerful um you know it's showing you how much is in your main account what's in the envelopes the transactions that come through and you'd imagine it will automate a lot of those transactions for you so yeah yeah you can see there envelope wise they're putting away money for a new truck money for their payroll it can be moved instantly between the two so yeah it's it's looking it's looking good I'm, I'm really excited for this i think this could be a really good um enhancement to businesses now that is a great idea because if you are trying to save up for something um, and perhaps you don't want to take a loan out, but you think, okay, well, my truck, just like that example is there, is it's, you know, it's, it's on its way out. You know, it might last me another year, but I'll start putting something away for the next 12 months, at least as a, for a deposit. Yeah. Then, yeah, that, uh, that is a really good idea. Yeah, I, I love it. I've got a lot of things. And what I'm hoping for, the, like the ultimate for me with this debit card here, these virtual debit cards, I don't know if you've seen Revolut, um, but you get the opportunity to create multiple of these and you can create one-time use ones. And those one-time use cards are brilliant. Like the idea that, you know, a staff member could ask for a particular, you know, might need to pay for whatever you need to pay for. Drum, drum them up a one-time use card they pay for that item Every, everything's done and dusted you know you're not there's no security risk no anything else yeah and, and if you remember the technology behind the uk card um system is going to be based on the same as revolute so it's the same background to it so fingers crossed we get the same sort of functionality yeah no, that is pretty good and then final bit that i want to talk about this one's a little bit more controversial in my my opinion. Um, where is it gone? There's the uh, Mailchimp stuff we talked about already. Uh, so that's just kind of talking it a bit a little bit more. But this enhancement to pay uh, to payroll. So first of all, in the US, they're getting very much into that workforce app. You you've used the workforce app a few times, haven't you, Ash? When you've come yes, to you? yeah, yeah desktop yeah yeah so they're really pushing that as like a, a big tool which is great um in the us they're adding some extra benefits in there including the ability to add benefits so that it's not just about your payroll but you can add benefits through there as well 
which would be great. Kind of this whole onboarding tool, which is great. You know, this is wonderful. This is that uh, I'm, I use this in our firm now. It's so much easier to just send a, um, send off a, um, a link and they, they basically sign themselves up for you. It's fantastic. Provide the data. But the bit that was interesting was this all this new track time functionality, which reminds me very much of T-Sheets, doesn't it, yeah? Yeah, well, I I really do hope actually that that comes into advanced payroll because when I was running the advanced payroll uh, webinars up to a few months ago, so I sort of did it when advanced QuickBooks advanced payroll came in the UK, um, and then they um, they basically discontinued the desktop payroll. Yeah, uh, and there was a huge um, upset basically by a lot of desktop users because they could record time uh, you know in desktop which yeah. could be converted into you know hours on jobs yeah. which isn't really available in uh, QuickBooks payroll there are some workarounds you can do but you know workarounds are great but it's not as good exactly. as having the actual thing yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now if they are able to you know really get time which the employee can do on their uh, phone and if they can get that mapped to a job, which can be rechargeable time and also get on the payroll, then that will, I mean, uh, for contractors and, and the like, that will be a huge bonus because that's what Definitely. it's really, you know, sorely lacking uh, yeah. at the moment. So, like you yeah. said, there's workarounds, but those workarounds are painful to implement, aren't they? Especially on scale. So you're right. Yeah. Um, this bit here is, is, they're almost like taking on team slack those sort of um ideas where you can actually have like a almost like a chat function within your payroll for your team so the idea that they can communicate to one another and 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 everything else that goes with it so yeah it looks interesting we'll have to kind of a see if it comes to uk but b if it's something that you know catches on but the, i mean the idea is cool isn't it that, that you can kind of chat away and, and 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 that between teams and you'll see here that it's all it very much stealing from t-sheets as well as this whole location uh, mapping and everything else so yeah interesting take i wasn't expecting the payroll uh, functionality to go that way what do you think well i think that's great and actually what you just put on there about the almost like the teams uh, you know integrations more similar chatting between the, your yeah. colleagues I'm just thinking of a client that I used to help a few years ago, and they were a, a firm of architects. And I remember them asking me at the time, you know, can uh, our employees record time on their phone? Uh, and then at that time, they couldn't, um, and T-Sheets wasn't even about then. Uh, but, you know, they would usually have three or four people at least working on one sort of architectural project. Uh, so there'd be a leader and then people that will, assist so for them to, you know to be working on a particular project and say well i've just done this that and the other and for you know everyone maybe working on the same project to sort of see what they're doing and what notes they've done i mean that could be invaluable to a lot of businesses yeah um, because otherwise you know what it's like you know even in an accountancy firm you, you might go to some sale um yeah, have you got that bank reconciled yet? Because we need to get the VAT done. Um, or have you done this? Because we not need to get the, the, the tax return, you know, prepared. So uh, 
any you know, I mean the, the opportunities on this sort of thing are endless if you think about it because otherwise it's a case of you know phone calls emails back and forth to your employees whereas if something's done on a job and it's noted on the job and someone can just get, scroll onto that job and say oh that's been done like magic definitely yeah and it's especially with this new hybrid world isn't it i think that's when it's really going to come to fruition isn't it where you've got people who aren't always in the same room and everything else like you were saying then i think that's going to be massively massively powerful yeah i mean mean, we had that conversation before we started and we that you're employing a lot of people remotely and so you might set them off to do a job and usually you might have to call them up or drop them an email and there's email backwards and forwards to find out if they've done that job but if they're literally once they've completed, you know, um, that job when it's logged there, then it just saves you the bother, doesn't it, of having to phone them up because you can yeah. see, oh, it's done. Yeah. And um, just to kind of give you some hope, look what's here, recent projects. So I didn't get to see exactly what that means or anything else, but the fact that the projects are starting to come into payroll gives us hope, even if it's just a case of, trying to simplify the um the um ability to, to you know to post time so it might be a case that you can see what projects are there and you can clock in and post time against it sort of idea but yeah hopefully there's going to be more seamless integration between payroll and projects and all that yeah. sort of stuff so well just looking well. at that screen it looks like because you've got blueprint design last and media then at the top it says job sales solar company so it looks like there are definitely yeah uh, yeah different um parts to that that would be brilliant wouldn't it if, if that could be what what they you know what 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 we're assuming it is i think that could be really powerful um, and that's all mobile so that's all on the mobile app so that's that's pretty cool so um the final bit then i want to talk about because we are um just want to make sure we don't run out of time here for some of the actual en- enhancement to QuickBooks that we've seen. Um, and the last bit they talked about was, uh, oh, just quickly on this one, and I'm very scared of this. Um, the next announcement with the payroll was this thing called <laughs> early pay. Um, so the idea that your employee could ask for um, an, an um, enhancement but, or an um, uh, uh, enhancement up front um, of their actual pay. Um, yeah, so I think this is, back on the um on the whole factoring thing again isn't it and the fact that your employee can take pay i mean scary world isn't it ash but yeah, yeah I think uh, how that's gonna be useful for people uh, yeah i think um it's definitely got to be one of those features that you switch on and off <laughs> and limited <laughs> if you were to do it you definitely wouldn't um uh, let's just say you know say you can you can borrow up to a thousand pounds no it's not happening <laughs> so, yeah exactly uh, right exactly uh, great shout here though just um just before we move on great shout here from um cherry accountants there hopefully workforce will give employees the opportunity invoice for you um because i know that is one of those sticking points isn't it sometimes about giving you know too many people too many access and um and if employees could invoice right there in that app i think that'd be quite powerful wouldn't it yeah yeah absolutely so final bit of today's conference is the enhancement to QuickBooks Advance. Now, I know we haven't got QuickBooks Advance here just yet, um, but I'm pretty sure it must be coming at some point. Um, 
so the first bit that I was surprised of their um, announcement was performance centers come into QuickBooks Advance. I mean, we've had performance center for a while, haven't we? Um, yeah. As accountant only, but you know, we've had it in our main product. So again, it's that that little bit where it's a bit confusing as to when Advance does come to the UK, like what features are going to be in Advance because we've already got them in the main version. So, perhaps, but anyway, perhaps we're just being spoiled and we don't even know this it. This is it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. In the UK, I, I mean, to be fair, I think we've had a, a few uh, advances on features, um, like all of the importing of the invoices and the bills. We had those first before, uh, which is unusual. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because some of those features haven't even made it to to the US version yet, have they? So I don't, I don't think so. No. So they got the announcement of Performance Center, which again was, I mean, it, to be fair, it looks a little bit more advanced than ours. So there is kind of maybe more features there. That could be it. And the fact it's um, client-based, not accountant-based, I suppose, yeah. is pretty big. Um, but then kind of the big bits that were coming was, um, so this is still looking at Performance Center. Oh, we got a first look at our Excel integration. You know how we teased that last um last time about this whole Excel integration. Well, we got a bit of an, a look at how that would work. Um, and yeah, it looks really, really slick. Um, they, they said about the fact that it's all instant real time. Um, they also said about the fact that you can update on Excel and it'll update it into QuickBooks. So you make an adjustment here, it will then make its way up into QuickBooks and they will allow you to have multiple different companies attached as well. So if you've got a group structure, then this could be absolutely perfect for you. Now they're, they're changing the cell it'll go up into QuickBooks Online for you. So looks slick, doesn't it? I mean, I don't know if it'll ever make it to the UK, but I would definitely find a big use out of that. What about you? Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, it's very, very clever. I mean, for, um, yeah, I mean, this is it's, this is aimed really at your larger organisations. Yes. Um, those that probably don't require, you know, the full, you know, ERP system, they're not don't quite, you know, they are sort of be, uh, bespoke, uh, you know, enterprise resource yeah. planning software. They, but you know, QuickBooks Online is not enough for them. Exactly. And the advanced one will just give them those extra tools that they need. And I think that's and they're, and they're, they're probably still, you know, like I mentioned earlier about why certain things don't always come across over here. Is they're probably just still weighing up is how many UK businesses are going to want this? Yeah. And I yeah, suppose they're still trying, you know, it's quite a difficult one sort of, you know, testing the market because I think in the US, what is this, $150 a month, $175 a yeah. month? Yeah. And, you know, you know, to some people, they will think, oh, my God, I've worked that out in pounds. What's that going to be? Uh, £120 a month, or I don't know what it might be. Uh, some people will be absolutely horrified with paying that because where well, you've got QuickBooks, which they could be paying 20 quid a month for, or even a lot less if their accountant's paying for it. Um, and then it's a hundred. But if you then compared it to, um, and I don't mean any of the other software providers, but if you went to, you know, um, you know some of these, I can't remember. I can't, the, yeah, the name Workforce is one, isn't it? forget yeah but some of these sort of yeah. really big systems where exactly. it does your stock and it does this and it does that and, you know 
then you you could be talking about a thousand pound a month. Yeah, yeah, exactly right, exactly. You know, easily, you know, because you know I've got a, a client, um, and you know one of the software tools that they have to use is you know a couple of thousand pound a month, and you know yes, okay, it does all of their contracts and this and that the other, so it does a lot for them, but it does actually no accounting. Yeah, because we use QuickBooks for that. Yeah, exactly. But so that's where you've always got to weigh up. But I think with a lot of software is okay, don't always be horrified at, uh, at what that monthly cost might be when you actually try to compare it with all of the tools that you get and what time that could eventually save you. That's always the uh, yeah the balancing act. Always do that. That's what I would always recommend to anyone is work out how many hours that particular job takes you and then give it an hourly rate of an employee. And if you're not saying that you need to get rid of your employees, to anybody, but <laughs> it, it, you know, if it's a case of costing, uh, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. If, if it's a case of that, you perhaps do you need to take an extra person on or do you need just a bit of extra software? Yeah. And that no, could be the difference in cash flow for a business as to whether, you know, oh, I can't afford to employ anybody. But you can't afford not to invest in some software sometimes. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Especially with the with the features that they're they're looking to bring to the advanced one, because um, the, what they moved on to next was about this whole task management solution. So that could be really, really, really beneficial to people, couldn't it? They're finally getting an approval system, finally getting those sort of things into play where. You know, you can you can have that workflow that you've 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 needed for for businesses and for those bigger businesses is huge. And what I thought was really interesting was this new AI um, element to it. So they talked about this QuickBooks AI um, and the idea that based on the data sent, you're missing a field for the tracking number, so it's spotting things for you and or for your employees. Um, so you get that nice clean data, and it's going to be spotting them for you. And um, it mentioned a, a HubSpot um, integration which I was very, very happy about because uh, HubSpot's a, a huge one for us. Um, and then it's giving you the option to add tasks directly from here about chasing up an estimate and, and bringing those estimates in and, and trying to, you know, create those workflow, workflows for you. So it's trying to really make advance very, very um, um, exciting, I think, and, and something that, you know, for, for an accounting practice could be absolutely invaluable you know integration with hubspot integration with these new task elements to it um i you know i i, I can see myself getting rid of a lot of our other services we're paying for and just having it all in quickbooks which is you know which is the dream isn't it of, of having it there um and, and i thought this was really interesting so this is um them sending out an invoice and suddenly we've got signature elements down here and and like a almost like a sign-in. I think this is the DocuSign possibly um, integration being shown. But it, it's interesting how that can all flow into one, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, that's really nice. And back on those previous screens where, because I've been asked that before, I'm sure you have the same, Aaron, is when, you know, can I get someone else to create the invoice and then someone else can exactly. approve it? And, you know, and we've you've never really had that. Again, no. there are little workarounds where you can sort of, you know, set it to be not, you know, send later, but yeah. it's not the same as, you know, creating and then approving by somebody else. Yeah. So I, I think that is really good. And I think the same, uh, hopefully they'll have the same sort of thing with supplier bills 
as well, where you could create a bill yeah. and then approve it for payment because that's something else that's always been sort of missing, really. Yeah, we yeah. can whack loads of bills on and someone could just, you know, pay them. But yeah, and that's where zero has been really powerful, hasn't it? That's one of the reasons you may choose to send a client to zero over QuickBooks because yeah. of the approval system. So, yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, that document to sign, all that sort of stuff, that looked really good. And, yeah, if that is what's coming to the advanced version, then, you know, for me, I pay more than that subscription we talked about and having a um, an estimate sender and, you know, approval solution and having all that lot. So I could, I could even save our practice some money by just – moving on to QuickBooks Advance, but we'll see. We'll see when it comes to UK and what, what offerings are coming. Um, that was the QuickBooks USA one, which again was as we speak. It, was, it literally is now, so that's going through. Then we had the UK one um, a couple of weeks before, um, and honestly, I think I overhyped it in my own mind because we've been a little bit starved of announcements lately and I think I was expecting more. But when we think back to pre-pandemic, um, those events were those very small regional events, weren't they? So we never did get too much announcements or anything like that. Um, but other than the QuickBooks, it's a bit that we will talk about slowly, uh, a little bit at the end. There wasn't really much announced there, which is a, a little bit of a shame, but um, that's the thing. And, and unfortunately, it's still we've still just had the spring update so we've had nothing since then which is a <laughs> maybe one day we'll get some updates on that one yeah i think summer and autumn is probably gone I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's winter nearly, isn't it <laughs> <laughs> it definitely feels it doesn't it i don't think you get many announcements in winter do you so maybe yeah. we'll just skip skip the rest of 2021 and wait for uh 2022 announcements okay um next point of news um it's just a really, really quick one, really. And I think this is just an interesting one that I spotted um, uh, just really to kind of get get you thinking about, really, what the future might hold in terms of um, banking. And we've always spoke about this, but with MTD around the corner and everything that comes through, um, in my bank, I was offered this option. I was offered the option for... Um, oh, why is that not going through? Uh I'll just share screen, it'll be easier. Um, so I don't know how easy you're going to be able to see this, but I was given the option to have a business toolkit to my bank account. And this business toolkit, as I went through kind of just kind of showing what options were available, was um, it starts at £0 a month, and it's how I can record and submit my VAT directly from my bank account. Um, I can uh, record my transactions and then it goes to £7 per month. Um, and you also get no tax surprises because it estimates your tax bill for you as well. So that's kind of giving you a bit of an example of where we're going, doesn't it, in terms of um, of, uh, of the banks starting to move in a little bit on the kind of um, on, on, on QuickBooks and... Yeah. And, and, and maybe that's why QuickBooks are going into the banking area because they're thinking, and I exactly. think it'll, probably, it'll yeah. all happen. I mean, personally, um, I wish in some ways people would just stay in their own lane. You know, you stay yeah. at what you're good yeah. at. You stay at what you're good at because sometimes if you start doing too many other things, um, you you sort of lose sight of the things that you were good at um, and things can sometimes dip a little bit, you know, and it's, you know... 
I, I mean, that's just my own personal view. I mean, that's that why. Right. That's why I, you know, for years and years and years, you know, I stuck as a as a, as a QuickBooks advisor, um, and I've got nothing personal against the, uh, the other software providers. But if I want to be an absolute expert in that field, then I might as well just concentrate on the one. And it's easy for me. I was a one-man band. I didn't have employees. If I had a, a large team, then I might have said, okay, well, uh, you can be the, the sage expert and you can be yeah. the zero expert yeah. and, and so on. Um, but I think sometimes when you you a little bit good at certain things, it's not quite the same. Anyway, uh, I, I, I completely we're, agree. We're, 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 we're going to go over time, Aaron. Um, that, that would, yeah, we'll be but, fine. Yeah. Uh, but I completely agree. And I think I think there's definitely certain clients where this will be perfect for. So I'm thinking more of a, you know, if you've got a rental property and MTDs, a, a worry, something like that, then, you know, it, it makes sense maybe that you just use your bank and you just go from there. But, yeah, it, it, it's interesting they're jumping into that spot. And like you said, the, the software won't be anywhere near as powerful or, or anything like that. So we'll see. We'll see what comes through. Um this is an actual update to QuickBooks. So although we weren't announced any enhancements to it, um, I have spotted one. The only thing about being spotted this, though, is I now can't find it again. So let me show you what I did find. Um, we've been talking about this for a while. This is the idea of your bank statements coming into QuickBooks Online automatically. So the idea is you go to reconcile your bank, and you'll see there, very faint in the background, you'll see there is that option to view statements, which got me very, very excited. Um, this was a NatWest client. Um, but I pressed the view statement button and I had all of these statements nicely lined up for me, telling me which ones were reconciled and which ones were unreconciled, which I thought was really exciting. The other thing as well um, was if I just jumped to this other view was when I went in and had a look a little bit further in this bit that's completely new to us is the idea that we can now go in and attach our bank statements directly to the reconciliation point. So, very very small update but i think this is huge what do you think ash oh that's nice yeah I, I i love it um i love the other one as well and it's fantastic if you can get the just the the, the direct feed and you're able just to pull the statement down i mean that's great but even um just attack you know uh if, if you can't have that you know that's not as good but um but just being able to attach it um from an accountant's point of view just as a you know, as a reconciliation check, just to make sure that was a real statement um, that I that I looked at. That's that's really good. Yeah, yeah. That, I, I like it. I mean, the amount of times that I've had to question someone's reconcile, like if a client reconciled something, I'm like. Um, are they sure that was right? And now I would know for sure. So, you know, it's just solving it. And I, and I joked about when I did the video for this um, find that, um, and, and it is true, like I spend most of my team spends most of the time asking clients now for bank statements and asking them to bring it in. But if we can just click a button, get our own bank statements, then what a, what a way this would be, um, um, this would be um, uh, going forward. Um, I, we'll talk about it at the end, but about the pencil in the uh, chart of accounts, I'm pretty sure that was already there, but we'll talk about that in the end. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just looking in for you. Okay, next one then. Um, 
dashboard uh, i was going to bring up the fact that dashboard is evolving but i couldn't find any photos do keep an eye on your dashboard if you have connected to payroll there's a new dashboard element to it i've seen this popping up to a few of them where it's starting to talk about time and how time has been allocated and, and everything else so that could be a nice one to bring forward um quickbooks um quickbooks and i was surprised about this but quickbooks self-employed has had a, an update now the update is really small it adds tags to it um but i was surprised that that was going to be something that was come through because to me um i wasn't sure that the tags um was going to be something that was um uh, that was going to come into quickbooks online uh in quickbooks self-employed but what what surprised me the most is in my mind and i don't know what you felt about this ash but i felt like tags was going the way of a dodo so the fact that you know there's still updates coming coming the way is means that maybe quickbooks self-employed is going to carry on and maybe they're going to make it so um mtd compliant going forward what do you think yeah it's an unusual one because you know in in my head you know quickbooks self-employed is the is for the basic of the basic you know yeah. for the person that just has the uh, swipe left it's business swipe right it's personal and doesn't put much thought into it so to then you know put more thought into self-employed as to oh this needs to go to a different sort of pot or an extra pot so as well as it going yeah. to stationary i'm going to put it to somewhere else as well um yeah interesting one um but uh, yeah I, I, perhaps it was just that one of those things it was easy to do so they just did it um, that could be it yeah you know because I, I we've um because we're about to i'm just going to quickly go through and show you the first look at it so that's our last topic for today um so quickbooks online's mtd making tax digital it's so for self-employed the first look and actually it's really been useful because as accountants um you know we're obviously preparing for making tax digital and how that world's going to go and everything else that comes with it but the idea of um of seeing this first it's a um, implementation is, is really powerful because it gave us an opportunity to look at it and and everything else um but as you can see here it's quite an enhanced feature i, I think a lot of us have kind of not really brought on play of, of how much is going to be involved and i just don't think quickbook self-employed would ever have that capability it, it seems like there's going to be a lot of time and investment having to be made to quickbook self-employed to make it compliant so I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm being too harsh on QuickBooks self-employed. I actually really like the software. It's uh, you know I've got clients use it, but I, I, in my mind I was feeling like surely that's that's a too big a ask to be able to bring QuickBooks self-employed into um, into QuickBooks. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, but here is the first look at QuickBooks self-employed. Uh, QuickBooks um, making tax digital income tax self-assessment so it's a so the idea here it's going to live within your um taxes area under self-employed income tax just there um so there's your vat there's your payroll tax um and the idea here is that we have almost like a traffic light system so you can see here we've got red to say that it's not been submitted yellow to say that um, it's been submitted and there's been an adjustment and blue in this case is to say that it's not actually um due yet but it's in progress and you get these four quarters you have to file each and every quarter and the exact or the interesting thing is is when you submit one it's going to look like this 
all of this is going to be mapped out for you based on what you've got in QuickBooks Online. It's going to show you what your business income, business expenses is, net profit or loss. And as soon as you press submit, so we go through and look at the information, we press submit, it's going to start giving you an estimate for what your tax bill is going to be at the top there. Um, and then you get to see an estimate of the breakdown of how that's made as well. So we go through it, I'll tell you how it's been breaking down and you can see the item. Now, one of the interesting things I learned is that if you make any changes to a quarter, as you can see here, Green means it's been submitted. Yellow means that there's some problems. And the problem in here is you've made changes to that quarter. You're allowed to send as many revisions as you want for each individual quarter. So every time a change is made, you can make a revision and you can't submit your final return. So your final um, statement until you made all your revisions. So you have to have four green ticks. So that little traffic light system has to be all four of them have to be green. Then at the very end, you're able to submit information to HMRC. What I found really interesting, though, is this final bit was the fact that adjustments at the moment is just going to be a plus button. So, you know, they've got legal um, expenses that were not previously included. They've got other aspects here that's not there. I did ask the question about what's going to happen with any disallowable expenses, and they haven't got an answer for that just yet. Um, we did ask about, or, or you can see how losses are going to be done, and this could be useful for you, Ash. Their whole way of doing capital allowances is just a plus button there. So you might need a piece of software like Fix Asset Register, you know, Net Tracker, to be able to uh, figure out what's going to go into that position. Um, but basically, they're going to, you know, that's that's the information that's going to get sent out. You press submit to HMRC, and away you go. So I know I've quickly gone through, but that I, I, personally, I think that's an, that implementation of it. I think looks quite slick and tidy. Um, but what's your thoughts on it, Ash? Yeah, it's really, I think it's really good. And um, back to your the, the different categories, this is when it's going to be really important um, in QuickBooks where you've got your charge of account and you've got your type, where your detail type is, that's when it's really going to come into its own. Yeah. Um, because over the years, people haven't really taken much notice of detail type on a lot of the chart of account codes, but that will be important. Uh, for those but um no it's really it looks really nice and uh, it's sort of what i was um expecting to be honest i was sort of if i had imagined it it was you know very similar to a you know uh you know submitting vat in a way yeah. um but doing it with your four yeah so yeah that, that's it was good yeah and in fact it gives you the estimate as well i think it's going to help a final bit just bring up there was a q a at the section so you can see there's a q a going through here and the questions i asked um and got some really good positive answers were all i told you about this how to uh, how to handle disallowable the actual answer that came back um was the fact that well you can always put it to drawings which i'm not quite sure is the answer we we're looking for but at the moment that's the solution they're going for is that if you've got a disallowable expense stick it to drawings um, I'm sure that'll get changed before final release. So um, QBOSE, I did ask, is that planned for it? And it was a bit of a unsatisfactory response is one, one to a better word. Uh, but the bit, the bit that failed me with confidence though, was I did ask that, what about VAT error checker? Is there any way that we could see a VAT error checker-esque? It's a checker. 
and it looks like that or hopefully fingers crossed with a little cheeky smile there that that should be something that looking uh, looking likely so fingers crossed on that one because i think the more of those VAT error checkers the more ai we can get in there the more accurate we can get that work going forward can't we yeah uh, absolutely i mean yeah, i think that it's really important um in, in any sort of submission really of any of any kind and you yeah. got to sort of think of it in almost the same way as you know when it comes to preparing a set of accounts i mean we're, we're sort of talking as accountants here so um your uh, your standard business users probably won't think that on automatically the same way yeah it's, but when, as, as an accountant if you're given a job to create a set of accounts then what we get is a you know trial balance and you might start at the top and gradually work through every account until you've checked it starting with the balance sheet and then you go through the PL uh, and does everything that's in there is it supposed to be in there and that's essentially what we're doing when we're doing a VAT return is everything on there is it supposed to be there and it should exactly. be exactly the same when we come in to do your submissions for uh self-assessment is that a cost should it be there yes or no it, it's in it's as simple as that in one way, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And, you know, that that's it can be, like I said, it can be as simple as that. And with that little bit of, you know, AI checking and everything else, it can just make it so much cleaner, can't it? So yeah. I've got loads of ideas and my consultancy fees are extremely <laughs> raised. Again. I know, I know. While I'm doing it, I'm sort of thinking, this is what I would do. If I yeah. was... Uh, if I was going to create one, I know exactly how I would lay it out. Those common mistakes that we as accountants find day in, day out, isn't it? Yeah. Um, going through. And I had one more piece of news. I know we're, we're running out of time fast here, but the last piece of news, and I can't find the actual um, email to go through the numbers with you, uh, but just be aware that there is a price increase for QuickBooks starting in January. Um, off the top of my head, the highest increase is from £30 to £32 for QuickBooks Plus. So maybe an indication that QuickBooks Advance is, is closer than we think, and maybe they're trying to get that in line, maybe, possibly, trying to bridge that gap. I'm, I'm hoping here it's more of a, a plea than anything else going forward. Possibly. Yeah. Um, the QuickBooks, I, I'm going for the top of my head here, but QuickBooks... Um, Simple start was unchanged, so that's still the same price. Um, and there's a two pound increase to QuickBooks Essentials as well, which makes me wonder, you know, possibly, you know, with QuickBooks self-employed kind of being a little bit of a day of the dodo sort of idea, you know, do we lose QuickBooks Essentials and we kind of we have plus essentials in advance? Is that yeah, a plus hey, simple start plus an advance, maybe as kind of three-tier approach going forward. Yeah. Who knows? We shall see. Um, um, anything else that I've missed there? Ash, I don't I, think I have. I, I don't think so. Um, we've got one or two. I think, you know, I don't mind running That pencil I, I, I really want to cover this pencil icon because in my mind it's always been there. But do... I I, just, I, I did have a look in the chart of accounts. Have I got that yes, wrong? The, the pencil icon uh, at the top right of the list uh, has always been there for the batch edit. And I can't see any other pencil icons. Um, yeah so, so do I let think, us know if we're missing that one yeah. uh, chariot accountants because for us it's always been there but you know maybe may, I, I thought we always trained it as well i thought that was part yeah, of the we did, we did always train it in the um yeah as the, as the batch self, uh, yeah 
Yeah, it was in the core, wasn't it? We talked yes, about that. Yes, it used to be in there, yeah. Uh, I don't know if we've got any, uh, if anyone else has got any other questions they might want to ping through. Um, uh, there's a good one here again from Chariot about how um, the fact that self-employed is a great one for MTD. And, you know, when I'm saying I think it's going the way the dodo, I feel like that solution is the problem. I think that, and I'd, you know, if if it was me, I would take that front end of QuickBooks self-employed and I would somehow attach it to QuickBooks Online and you know, be almost like a different flavor of QuickBooks Online. Um, but that, you know, that I can't imagine that's an easy fix or something that will get done straight away. But that's how I would probably look at it more than... Uh, I know exactly than, what you mean, Aaron. I think the yeah. problem is that it was built on a completely different platform. Exactly, than yeah. all of the others. So as a, as a NAT provider, you know... Uh, yeah, we wouldn't bother, you know, integrating with it. We well, can't. There is no, there is no API, uh, no, is there? No. Well, there's no, there is any, no yeah. API. Um, uh, and even if there was, you'd think, well, how many users are going to actually use it? it? Do you know what I mean? And that would be the yeah. same for nearly all of them. Yeah. So, you, you know, it it is. It's like it was a good idea. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but just bring it into the main product. Bring that idea yeah. exactly what you just said. Bring the uh, the idea of QuickBooks self-employed. The UI. Yeah. Keep, keep the UI, but let's have the back end of QuickBooks, and I think we'd have to win it. Uh, that isn't an easy fix, is it? Let's be honest. That's not a overnight job. But well, hey, if we have unlimited money uh, and unlimited time, that's I, what I, we want. I, I, you know, you, you say that, but all it, all you've got to do is think. Okay, well. What do, what do we want in QuickBooks self-employed? We want it yeah. pretty much exactly the same as QuickBooks Online, but we want a static chart of accounts that you can't change, which is what they've yeah. sort of got. Yeah. And yeah. you've only got what you could sort of have for like three products or services. Uh, so to me, that in my simple brain, that doesn't seem like a particularly difficult thing because you could say, okay, well, I'll just basically copy QuickBooks Online Simple Start and say, well, you've got Simple Start and you can only have these chart of accounts and nothing else. You're exactly right. And what, what, this is job done, isn't it? But <laughs> I think... Okay, enjoy it. You can write the check. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you can also see how they could market that as well because they'd have QuickBooks Self-Employed or whatever they're going to call it is that lower. You know, I was saying that they'll have three tiers. Yeah. You can see the check box is like, well... If you upgrade, you get to have your own chart of accounts. You can add to your chart of accounts. It's not static anymore. You know what I mean? And that's always like a perk to get to subscribe up, isn't it? So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. I think we are over time, which we do apologize to everyone. Apologies for that one. A great final point there from Chariot Accountants as well about the um, uh, sign up for the Apple Store. The only way to get out of the Apple Store situation is ask them to disconnect from the Apple Store um, stop paying from that sign back in pull on their own card then you can take over them it's an absolute palaver but that's the only way we can do it for now um many a time have we had to uh jump through those hoops to uh get a client on board with us okay ash um when are we due next 
So we are due next, Aaron, on Wednesday, the 1st of December. We may need to adjust the time because I think we've got our sort of annual sort of training meeting um, yeah. on that day. Um, but uh, we'll keep you posted nearer the time. So I think we'll still be able to probably still do it at half past four. I've got to imagine that our uh, session might finish a bit earlier, but we should see. Yeah. I just remembered that we got asked if we want beer or wine, though. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that, <laughs> we'll see how that goes when we when we move over. But yeah, we'll be absolutely. We'll definitely keep you in, in um, keep you interest or keep you informed via our social channels. Um, don't forget if you're listening by a podcast, don't forget to follow us on Facebook so you can join us live on a future episode. Which reminds me, Ash. Oh, you've always said that when you're back. Um, and any videos or et cetera planned at the moment? And oh, what about your book? Just give a little bit of a shout out for it before we move uh, on. Yes, my book is available for free order on Amazon. Uh, just search for uh, Professional Tips and Workarounds for QuickBooks Online. Um, there you have it. It will yeah, save you we, a fortune on consultancy fees. <laughs> we should, <laughs> we should really get for Christmas. <laughs> we should get ourselves some sort of. Um, affiliate link for that for quickbook uh, for qb labs any qb labs uh the the um watcher you should click on this link and uh job done but yeah i think that's a uh, personally i think it's a great book i've uh, i've had the privilege to be able to read it before and i think it's some great tips in there i learned a thing or two so that can tell you a lot um yeah so it's definitely the perfect stocking filler in my eyes um just to get you all update on some videos that i've got coming up um we've just released a video about what we just talked about today so making tax digital it's a and also that reconciliation process but i have got some other videos i've got planned looking at some other features that are coming soon so do have a look at the um youtube channel with that then i think it's just we're again apologies for being a little bit over but it is a goodbye from me and a goodbye from me and we will see you all soon in a month's time. And I'm trying to press the outro now. Bye.